This podcast may contain scary, disturbing, or disgusting content. You have been warned. Hi everyone, welcome to Anomalous. I'm Dr. Eggs, and this week I'm proud to present the Euclid-class object SCP-303, The Doorman. SCP-303 is a humanoid entity with reddish-brown skin. It is skinny and emaciated. It has no clothes or private parts, and its face is entirely taken up by a large mouth with human-like teeth. When SCP-303 is near, it makes a wheezing sound, loud enough to be heard through most doors. All individuals that have encountered it can fully describe it, even if they haven't seen it at all. 303 will randomly manifest behind shut doors and hatches on the opposite side from any sentient creature. It will then just stand there behind the door for a random amount of time. If anyone tries to open the door, they will feel a paralyzing fear until SCP-303 demanifests. It isn't known what causes this fear, but it appears to be genetically coded into humans, like arachnophobia. Studies suggest that SCP-303 is not intentionally scaring subjects. 303 will not allow anyone to view more than 10% of its body at a time. It will manifest itself in a place where less than 10% of its body is visible, or cause fog slash frost on transparent surfaces to cover itself. If someone is approaching it in an area where there is nothing to hide behind, it will demanifest itself before it is seen. Any electronic devices in the near vicinity to 303 will malfunction until it leaves. How SCP-303 came to inhabit the foundation site it's at is currently unknown. It was first recorded in 2010, but beyond that there is no information. Some scientists believe another SCP on site may have brought it, and all objects formerly contained there are being examined. There have been more than a few incidents involving 303. Some include, An agent was showering in her private quarters when SCP-303 manifested outside the shower curtain. She could hear an extremely loud wheezing sound, and in her panic accidentally hit the shower curtain, revealing that SCP-303 was less than 50 meters from the shower and facing towards it as the shower curtain wrapped around it. She reported curling up in a corner and sobbing quietly so as not to disturb 303 for around three hours before the wheezing sound abruptly stopped and she could leave the shower. An agent was going to grab some coffee creamer from a cabinet before he felt a paralyzing fear and couldn't bring himself to open the cabinet. He somehow was aware that SCP-303 had been curled in a fetal position inside the cabinet. Later, when the foundation had people open the cabinet, a can of coffee creamer was found missing, marking the first time SCP-303 stole something, though it wouldn't be the last. In the last incident worth mentioning, a Foundation scientist had entered a storage room, and before he could exit, SCP-303 manifested in a decompression chamber adjoining the only door, blocking his exit and the entry into the storage room by others. He was found roughly four days later, having died from dehydration. 
After this incident, all rooms in the site were required to have at least two doors to enter and exit. In a test, a researcher, a doctor, four guards, and four D-class personnel were sent to a door SCP-303 was known to be behind. The first D-class, a male, was instructed to open the door if he would be terminated. He refused, stating SCP-303 would do something redacted to him. He was immediately terminated. The next D-class, a female, was also ordered to open the door and also refused, saying that SCP-303 would do something to her. She wasn't terminated, but instead a third D-class, a male, was given a combat knife and instructed to torture her until she opened the door. She died from blood loss after two hours of torture and still hadn't opened the door. In a second test, Dr. Hessen was sent to the door with SCP-729-J in her purse. 729-J is, first off, a joke SCP, but it could very much be real if it wanted to, um, is a plush toy of a bunny peep, and it is yellow, and any sentient being that stares it in the eyes will immediately begin to corrode and melt. Essentially, it gives them death glares. SCP-303 immediately opened the door as she approached and beckoned her inside before demanifesting, apparently being scared of 729-J. SCP-303 appears to have claimed the second floor storage room as its lair and will not let researchers inside. It periodically leaves to steal more Foundation property. In addition to the above-mentioned creamer, it has also stolen a cryotube, three sets of surgical equipment, two dead D-class, a gas-powered generator, a variety of chemicals including tryptophan, phenylalanine, and tyrosine, along with many classified objects. Since the ex with the exception of one incident, it doesn't appear to leave its home site, it is considered to be contained. As stated previously, it has left the site with one exception. During this incident, SCP-303 stole two other SCPs. SCP-573, a flute made of bone that when played makes children highly suggestible, and SCP-899, a group of telekinetic phantom children. The incidents began at 1.34pm with 303 manifesting right outside the main entrance of Site-62. The guards began to flee in panic, and after 10 minutes, SCP-303 opened the door. It walked right in, and security cameras cut out as it moved through the site. Personnel were dispatched to contain it, but all were incapacitated by fear, allowing 303 to walk unopposed to the non-sentient anomaly containment area and then walk back out. A search later showed that SCP-573 was missing. All sites were put on high alert at that point, but later that day, SCP-303 manifested outside of the containment site of SCP-899. The distress signal was turned on only to be shut off as SCP-303 walked in. By the time MTF-Alpha-16 arrived, SCP-303 was gone and SCP-899 was declared missing. It is still unknown where either SCP-573 or 899 are now. I hope you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it. This SCP was written by AJ Alkaline. If you like the podcast, you might also like the YouTube channels The Rubber, Dr. Bob, 
SCP Explained, Detective Void, and SCP Animated. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing, giving us a good review on Apple Podcasts, or sending us a voice message. You can also submit SCPs for me to cover via the link in the description. See ya!